I have to rant about something. So we'll start with that. It's Halloween time, which means it's time to start banning costumes. And Elon Musk arrives at Twitter headquarters. And there are plenty of cries and gnashing of teeth. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Oh, my gosh. I got to go off. So here, here's the thing. One of my grandkids is being tested for ADHD, attention deficit hyperactive disorder, whatever it's called. Okay. And here's the kicker. He's one year old. Now I can tell you what's going to happen. They're going to test him. They're going to say he has ADHD. They're going to put him on or recommend they put him on Ritalin and then he'll he'll become some slobbering zombie. Here's the thing. He's a one-year-old boy. He's got energy. Just because we don't have energy at our ages does not mean that this kid does not have energy. He's a little boy. He's normal. Leave him alone. Leave all our kids alone. There seems to be this need in our society to put our kids on drugs every time someone farts a funny smell. Need to stop this crap. And I told I told my daughter, I said the same thing. I, I told whoever I needed to tell. I'm not going to say who it is because it's not your damn business, to be honest with you. But I said, leave the kids alone. The kid doesn't have ADHD. He's one. How do you even tell if he has ADHD at one? So you're going to stick drugs in this kid? Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Let him be a little boy. Let him grow up. Let him be what he is. Freaking drives me nuts when I when I hear this crap. You're going to put a kid on drugs. Don't, don't, no. And then I'm, I'm told, well, how do you know they're going to put them on drugs? What do you mean, how do I know? What else do you do when someone is diagnosed with ADHD? You put them on Ritalin. This is how, this is what it works. And then they end up being tired all the time and it slows their energy down. Let kids grow the frick up. Let them be normal. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went off. I went off and I apologize. Well, there there came a report today. I don't even have this on my website. I read about it. And then I realized something. So a report today, economic news came out, said that we actually had a growth spurt in the economy. That our GDP was up. By 2.6%. Now, I I heard this. I thought it was great news. Then I read the article. Then I listened to what a couple of economists said. And they said, well, yeah, well, we're up 2.6% because we're exporting more than we're importing, which is great. But they said that doesn't get us out of a recession. We're still probably in a recession. The reason we're exporting more than we're importing is because um, no one's buying anything in this country. So 
You can talk about, again, recession. In we, we use terms like recession, inflation, unemployment, right? There has to be a balance with everything. And there is no balance right now. So Joe Biden's running around saying how great the economic look is. And it's not. Nobody's buying anything because they can't afford anything. And congratulations, the GDP is up. And we're not technically in a recession, if that's the truth. If we're in that quarter, we're we're not in a recession. That could be very possible. But the reality of the matter is we are not out of trouble. Inflation is still really high. Eventually, all of this stuff is gonna is gonna come together. It's gonna balance out. And it's gonna balance out bad. We're gonna have high unemployment. We're going to have high inflation. They're talking about inflation lasting for two years. Now they're talking twenty twenty four is when inflation will go away. the The head of the Fed, Joe Biden's Fed, said, "Yeah, we're looking at this end of twenty twenty three, beginning of twenty twenty four." So we're going to end up with, and then we will be in a recession. The only difference is right now we're not in a recession, but we're getting there. So we'll have to see. I I, I really want to read that. It came out today. I don't really know what the story is, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, we can't go a day without the White House saying stupid things, people in the White House saying stupid things. And <laughs> they just continue on. They continue on. I I, I mean, I love it. I, I won't lie. I love it. That's why I got to get music when I go into my Kamala-isms, because I, I think it would be a great, I could do this every day. So here's Joe Biden talking about the economy. And he just goes off on the size of airplane seats and how the size of airplane seats hurt um, poor and black people? I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I can comment on this. So just listen to it and you tell me what you think. Some airlines, if you want six more inches between you and the seat in front, you pay more money. But you don't know it until you purchase your ticket. Look, folks, these are junk fees. They're unfair and they hit marginalized Americans the hardest, especially low-income folks and people of color. Okay, you have to give the guy a break. He's old and he's senile and probably isn't going to be president much longer. He's just making crap up as he did in this speech. I don't know where he even came up with this. It, it, it made absolutely no, no sense. But luckily, we have Kamala Harris waiting in the wings. And we find... That she absolutely loves yellow school buses, which makes her completely qualified to be president. Listen. To all of you, thank you for your leadership, Mayor. Thank you for the warm welcome. So here's the thing. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just there's something about the, and, and most of us, many of us went to school on the yellow school bus, right? Okay, I'll give her this much. At least she didn't start cackling. But God help us. Are, is she? This is going to be the future president of the United States by January, February. That's our future president. Oh, my 
God. Luckily, she did say something more intelligent a little later in the speech. So let's listen to that, because then we, we can derive some confidence in our leadership. Listen. Okay. 95% of our school buses are fueled with diesel fuel, which contributes to very serious conditions that are about health and about the ability to learn. Okay, I lied. This was a stupid statement, too. Yes, that's why our kids are so dumb. It's diesel fuel bus, diesel fueled buses. That's why they're so stupid. Has nothing to do with the two years they took off of school. Has nothing to do with the piss poor education system. It has nothing to do with the indoctrination that's happening over teaching these kids, I don't know, math, English, reading. Yeah, I know that's all stupid stuff. It's all about the diesel powered school buses. Okay, whatever. All right, in our next story, let's get out of the Kamala-isms phase. That's why I need music. i got to have music. Let's get to our stories. That's what I need to do and then have some music playing. Yeah, I'm going to go hunting for some good music. Okay, so it's that time of year. It's Halloween next week, which means we have to start banning Halloween costumes. Yay! Because, you know, let's. that's what the left does, take the fun out of absolutely everything. So Fox News released an article on the hot new costumes costumes that are going to be banned. So let's go over some of these costumes. And by the way, I, I combine this with um, uh, uh, Yahoo News, which basically is a very left-wing outlet. And they basically said, these are the costumes you're not allowed to wear. I mean, they literally said that. So the first costume... The Jeffrey Dahmer costume. Now, the Jeffrey Dahmer costume is a big thing because of the Netflix special Monster, the Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer story. And um, basically, the costume is... <laughs> it's literally an orange jumpsuit and some some glasses. That's what it is. That That's all it is. So eBay decided to, I don't know why you just can't find an orange jumpsuit. I, I That makes like no sense to me, but okay. So eBay banned it. Uh, they've they've removed it from their, um, from options. So I can't actually sell it. And they, they basically said it was because it is, uh, it falls under their violence and violent criminal policy. So they're not allowed to do it. Even Simone Biles had a comment about it. Simone Biles, you remember that failed gymnast, the one that quit in the middle of the of the Olympics and somehow she became a hero for quitting in the middle of the Olympics? She tweeted this, I'm just gonna gun go ahead and say it. Put the Jeffrey Dahmer costumes back in the closet. We ain't having it. Well, I don't know who the hell made her not having it. I really don't care if she has it or not. She can stick her four foot eleven head up her ass. I mean, I really don't care what she thinks. If I want to wear a Jeffrey Dahmer costume, I'm going to wear a Jeffrey Dahmer costume. I'm not wearing a Jeffrey Dahmer costume, by the way. I'm going to be a Jedi. Okay, the other one is the Squid Game. The Squid Game is a popular Netflix show, uh, Asian show, Japanese, I think it is. Uh, so, Fayetteville, Manila's 
school district in New York has decided to ban them. And the reason they've decided to ban Squid Game outfits is because apparently they're playing the Squid Game in the schools. Now, if you don't know anything about the Squid Game, congratulations, I don't either. But I know it's kind of like a... uh, It's kind of like a, uh, a hunting game where people hunt people kind of thing. Um, I can't remember what that movie's called because it was so stupid. I um, Hunger Games kind of thing, except with adults and extremely violent. Very popular. But yeah, so they banned that. Um, the creepy clown, clown craze has had an impact on our society. Now, what, what do I mean by that? Back in 2016, there were people actually walking around streets in creepy clown costumes, freaking people out. One of the places was New York. I think it was New York. And somebody was walking around in a creepy clown costume with a knife, scaring the crap out of all the neighbors. You may remember this story. It happened in San Diego, too. It's not just New York. Police went over. They caught this guy. Turns out kid. And he happened to be 11 years old. They didn't arrest him, of course. They just told him, take off this. Well, so what's happened? They have banned creepy clown outfits. Um, 1,800 stores and online shopping sites uh, from Target or pulling creepy clown costumes because they don't want people wearing creepy clown costumes. Now, mind you, Target is far left, a very far left store. That same year, um, New Haven Public School District, this was back in 2016, in New Haven, Connecticut, they also banned creepy clowns because they are, quote, symbols of terror. End quote. Wow. You can't even be a clown for Halloween? Frick, this is just absolutely terrible. Okay, let's get to the next one here. And this one I, I kind of understand, but then I looked at the costume I'm like, no, uh, no. This costume is called the WW2 Evacuee Girl Costume. Okay, <laughs> now, first off, the costume is, <laughs> it really is weird. Um, it basically is a girl's, it's a, it's a German outfit, typical German outfit, blue or green, I guess you can get it, with a beret, okay, with a purse, and you get a name tag. That is tied to the like like the um, like the uh, the people in the Holocaust, so they got a name tag there tied up. So basically, people on Twitter called it the Anne Frank. This this costume, to be honest with you, it's just it's a nice dress. It's just German garb. It's not like she's wearing black and white striped uh, prison gowns. It's just, it's a very nice dress with a beret and a purse and the tag. I mean, take the tag off. It, it, there's nothing about this that's bizarre. It just looks like an old time car- costume. 
Well, people on Twitter were calling it the Anne Frank costume. And of course, then everything started getting just rolled into this. Um, the Anne Frank Center for Mutual Respect in New York referred to the costume as offensive and trivializes the suffering. Trivi- trivializes Anne Frank's suffering. Which, wow. So Target, of course, has pulled this costume. Um, eBay, it's it's still on eBay and it's still on Amazon. That's where I looked at the costume and I just thought to myself, you know, if these guys just simply, I don't know, maybe change the name, the costume wouldn't have been that bad. And then finally, we have all of the things that are culturally appropriating and insensitive. So let's talk about those costumes that are being banned. And a lot of this comes from uh, from Yahoo News, okay? So geisha costumes, Native American Indian costumes, sexy handmaid's tails costumes, because that's really being sexist if you wear that as a woman. I didn't even know this was a thing. Will Smith and Chris Rock slap costumes. And you definitely cannot wear anything like that if you're white. Okay. And Yahoo makes that very clear. Um, Queen Elizabeth's costumes. Because, let's face it, too soon. Uh, Transphobic costumes. So I have a costume. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a weird uh, little video about um, trans issues and black issues and things like that. I, I actually do have a transphobic, what, what would be considered a transphobic costume and you'll see it. Uh, I'm not wearing that to in real life. I, no, I'm not going to do that. I, I didn't know this was a thing. Monkey pox costumes. Apparently there are costumes for monkey pox. I, I don't know. I guess you're naked or something. I, I don't know how you get a monkeypox costume. And finally, any body shaming costume. So, for example, if you buy one of those big stomachs or whatever, I guess that's a body shaming costume. So there you have it. Follow these rules and happy Halloween. Jesus Christ. I swear to you. And when I say Jesus Christ... Chad, I don't mean Jesus Christ as in a curse. I mean Jesus Christ as in please help us. All right. Well, here in our next story, Elon Musk is about to take over Twitter. Probably tomorrow, actually. He decided to go to the corporate headquarters, and he did it in freaking style. He was filmed walking into the lobby of Twitter headquarters in Silicon Valley, Holding a bathroom sink. Now, you might be saying to yourself, what? Yeah, I'm not kidding. He walked into the lobby being filmed holding a bathroom sink. What? Why? When he put the sink down in the lobby, he turned to the camera and said, let that sink in. Oh, boy, 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 boy. We'll talk about, and then he started laughing. We're going to talk about that. He is the king troll. He is the king of trolling. Well, he trolled more because he changed his Twitter profile uh, bio to, to from whatever it was, head of, CEO of 
of whatever, and he said, put in there, Chief Twit. The ultimate troll. The ultimate troll that is worth $250 billion, and his ultimate troll is spending $44 billion to buy Twitter. Well, he's there for a reason. He's going to can 75% of the employees. I'm going to release a video on Friday that says, that's going to show you why he's canning 75% of the employees. And we're going to talk about it. So be on the lookout for that. Facebook, on the other hand, is thrilled that he's canning all of the employees because they're collecting them in. Now, I'm not so sure that is a great business idea considering Twitter has been losing money for the last 10 years. Of course, with Elon Musk buying Twitter and actually saying he's going to allow free speech, probably allow President Trump in, the left is filling out. The New York Times, the Washington Post, they have multiple articles about him uh, taking over Twitter. They're opinion articles, and they're really stupid articles, I I tell you. I'm going to read one to you later uh, in a later podcast, but they're they're coming out. Juliet Kayem tweeted this. This is just an example because it's all over the internet. This is fundamentally cruel. Whatever the masters of the universe are doing with this website, lots and lots of people, not fancy people, just people with kids and houses and vacation plans and who make their companies run and rich men, and I guess she means make rich men richer, will lose their livelihoods. Oh, I'm so sorry. I used to work for a tech company. I got news for you. They're not that bad off. But really cruel? They they sent this son of a gun a letter telling him that he can't fire anybody. Again, that will be part of the video. Don't worry. It will be part of the video. I will definitely put that in. Now, I don't know who this broad is. She, but she's a blue check on Twitter. I'm hoping that Elon Musk does what I'd like him to do and make it a subscription service so that I can pay to be a blue check mark on Twitter. I'm hoping he does that. Okay, because then I can be a blue check mark on Twitter that nobody knows. I don't know who this broad is. I didn't even bother looking her up because she's irrelevant. So Elon Musk is already going after Twitter. He wrote a letter to his, to the advertisers, people who actually pay to advertise on Twitter, and this is what the letter said. Quote, I wanted to reach out personally to share my motivation in acquiring Twitter. There has been much speculation about why I bought Twitter and what I think about advertising. Most of it has been wrong. Yeah, there's a shocker. The reason I acquired Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. There is currently great danger that social media will splinter into far right wing and far left wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide our society. In, a, in the relentless pursuit of clicks, 
Much of traditional media has fueled and catered to those polarized extremes, as they believe that is what brings in the money. But in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue is lost. That is why I bought Twitter. I didn't do it because it would be easy. I didn't do it because it would make more money. I did, I did it to try and help humanity, whom I love. And I do so with humility, recognizing that failure in pursuing this goal, despite our best efforts, is a very real possibility. That said, Twitter obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape, where anything can be said with no consequences. In addition to adhering to the laws of the land, our platform must be warm and welcoming to all. Welcome back, President Trump. Where you can choose your desired experience according to to your preferences, just as you can choose, for example, to see movies or play video games ranging from all ages to mature. I also very much believe that advertising, when done right, can delight, entertain, and inform you. It can show you the service or product or medical treatment that you never knew existed, but is right for you. For this to be a true and essential it is essential to show Twitter users advertising that is relevant as possible to their needs. Low relevancy ads are spam, but highly relevant ads are actually content. Fundamentally, Twitter aspires to be the most respected advertising platform in the world that strengthens your brand and grows your enterprise. To everyone who has partnered with us, thank you. Let us build something extraordinary together. Yeah, this sounds like Elon Musk is dangerous and cruel. Basically, what he's saying here is that he's going to allow users, and by the way, users can already do this on Twitter. I've been on Twitter for ages, and even though I don't know how to use emojis on Twitter, I don't use emojis anyway, but Twitter already allows you to customize your experiences. He's just saying... We're going to customize it more. Now, what I think he's going to do, I think what he's... And, and allow everyone to talk. Everyone. People with opposing opinions. Now, let's be very clear. A lot of people are saying Elon Musk is a right-winger. He's a conservative. He's not. He's a right-down-the-middle guy and maybe a little bit more to the left. He's always been that way. He said things on Twitter I don't agree with. So let's give the guy a break. Let's give him a chance. And I know we keep hearing how billionaires are running uh, this social media platform and it's so evil that another billionaire brought a, bought a social media platform. Well, here's a news flash. Show me a social media platform and I'll show you a billionaire. They're all run by billionaires. Google, Instagram, Facebook... Twitter, Snapchat, they're all billionaires. Who's BSing who? Okay. Now, what I think he's probably going to do, I think he's probably going to make it a subscription service. I really do believe that. I think he's going to make you pay maybe $4.99 a month, maybe $9.99 a month to belong to Twitter. That's where you get that blue check mark. What that's going to do is it's going to kill the bots. That's the only way I see how to kill bots on Twitter is becoming a s subscriber. 
I would become a subscriber on Twitter. I love Twitter, but I also don't want the bots attacking. I get friend requests on a I, I, four or five friend requests on a daily basis, not because they're interested in what I'm saying, but because they're bots. And a lot of it is porn. So I'd like to see them fix that. I'd like to see him fix that. If he can fix that, I'd be a happy guy. Okay. Here's something I really believe, and this is a short story, but reality always wins. Ideology may be the loud voice in the room, but in the end, no matter how much ideology is being screened, it will lose. The climate, quote, crisis, end quote, is an example of reality winning over ideology. A German wind farm is being dismantled because there is a coal mine there and it needs to expand. And they've decided, the German government has decided to get rid of the wind farm so that the coal mine could expand. Now, why? You might be asking. Because wind has a 25% efficiency rate and coal has a 90% efficiency rate. Winter is coming in Germany. It's going to get cold, like 10 degrees Fahrenheit. And Germany, who has been listening to a 16-year-old mentally deficient girl from Sweden, has cut off all other energy supplies, including the nuclear uh, the nuclear uh, areas they had. And now they're beginning to realize, oh Lord, we have no fuel. People are going to freeze to death. We need to get more efficient energy into our country. Just remember this. And we're going to find this out here. We're, this is going to happen here. I hope. I hope reality always wins. Ideology, which is what the climate change people are screaming about, ideology always loses. It can't win. All right. Last story. And I, I know I'm running a little late, but I, I have to do this story because this is just really bizarre and I'm going to be gone. I'm going to LA. My dad had surgery, so I have to take care of him. Um, he, he did get through it today. He did get through it today. He's doing good. Uh, I saw a picture of him. I'm really happy about it. I was really stressed out earlier. That's why I didn't do this podcast earlier, but I have to go up there. I will be posting videos, so don't, don't stress. I will take care of that. So let's go. This, this, this story really bothers me because no one's talking about it and it really shows the evil of the left. According to Fox News, the European Court of Human Rights, ECHR, which is the courts of the European Union, recently overturned the ruling of a French court that had fined and issued a jail sentence to a feminist who interrupted a Roman Catholic church service and aborted Jesus on an altar while topless. Eloise Bouton was bare-breasted and painted in pro-choice slogans all over her body in December of 2013. She interrupted Christmas carols at Paris famous at 
Paris' famous Madeleine Church and protested the Catholic Church's teachings against the abortion by simulating an abortion of Jesus. Wearing a crown of thorns to mock Jesus Christ and a blue veil to deride the Virgin Mary, Bhutan carried pieces of ox liver to symbolize an aborted baby as she stood in front of the church altar and pretended to perform an abortion before urinating on the ground in front of the congregants. How completely evil can you be? I don't care what religion to urinate on the floor that is holding an altar. Fake an abortion while naked. The article continues. Written written on Bhutan's body at the time was a French phrase of 344 salope, which translates to 344 slut in reference to an open letter of 343 French women who admitted to having an abortion in 1971. The Ukrainian group Femen, which Bhutan used to be a member of, later celebrated the act on social media, writing, quote, Christmas is canceled, end quote, and that, quote, the Holy Mother Eloise has just aborted the embryo of Jesus on the altar of Madeline. My God, end quote, my God. My God. The church's priest filed a legal complaint against Bhutan, who was found guilty by a French court of unlawful sexual display. She was sentenced to more than a month in prison and ordered to pay the church 2,000, whatever, 2,000 euros, I think that is, a punishment punishment France's highest court upheld. Okay, I... There's so much wrong with this story. So much wrong. Okay. Can we finally come to grips that abortion has become a religion and that it is quite literally satanic? This woman gets naked in a Catholic church fakes an abortion, mocks Jesus Christ and the Virgin Mary, and then pisses on the floor of the church? Can we say that is satanic? If you watched some of the most horrid possession movies that are out there, The Exorcist did this. How depraved can you be The other problem I have is, um, and I've heard this on on Twitter, this isn't a free speech thing. You have free speech, and I will defend your right to do even something depraved like this. I won't agree with it. I think it's disgusting. I won't watch you, but I will fight to the death so that you keep that right. This is not a free speech issue. Not at all. This woman violated the 
free practice of religion by going into the church naked, insulting Jesus Christ and the Virgin Mary, faking an abortion, using calf liver or whatever it was, and then pissing on the floor. That's a crime. This is not a free speech thing. I also I also want to bring up two things that are more philosophical. Globalism. What right does the European Union have to piss on the French government? European Union makes up the European Union is a socialist globalist movement. They are an example of trying to centralize governance. And they sit back and say, no, this girl is fine. No. France, you have no say. You have no sovereignty. You're not your own country. Of course, France isn't going to buy this crap. You have no say in, in what you consider standards. You must meet the standards of the centralized government. You are not your own government. And finally, this brings me to another problem that globalism has. And that problem is that globalism hates God. They hate religion. Do you know why? Because in globalism, it is God and religion that must be banned because God and religion is the centralized government. It is the the point of socialism. I'm sure France in the next couple of days is just going to tell these guys to screw off. France does that. I mean, that's one thing. Yet they don't fight well in wars or anything like that. But they also don't put up with this kind of crap. France, socially, will tell these guys, yeah, well, that's fine. She got fined. She's not getting her money back. And she already served her time in jail, which she should have. And we're not going to apologize. and We're not going to remove it from her record. Remember that next time you hear Klaus Schwab start talking. Because Klaus Schwab is an evil son of a bitch. And you can hear him. I mean, he sounds like he's evil. Speaking in his German accent and all that stuff. But that's what he wants. He wants global control from a centralized global government. Nobody has sovereignty. And in Europe, the European Union basically bucked France and said, you have no sovereignty, France. So she's, she's, she's innocent. F you all. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I'm going to L.A. tomorrow. I will be doing some videos. I hope you guys have a great weekend. This is Gene. Look me up on, uh, look up Dumbass Talking Politics on Rumble. Don't forget to do that. Because there will be videos. There are always videos. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. 